Hi, welcome to the show. Welcome to a new day. It's Monday, February 14th, 2022. It's First Thing with Kevin Mano. Yes, I know it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. We'll get to that. But this date is significant for another reason. It's Wayne's World! Wayne's World! 30 years ago today, Wayne's World opened in theaters. It was only the second ever SNL movie made at that point. The first was Blues Brothers. Happy 30, Wayne and Garth. Hey, welcome to Wayne's World. Here's your host, Wayne Campbell. All right, we always start with the top stories, and today it's this one. There's nothing bigger. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. Super Bowl 56 is now in the history books, and the Rams made it happen on their home field. It's such a strange statistic. In the first 54 Super Bowls, none of the teams playing found themselves playing in their home stadium. You know, the game locations are chosen well in advance of the season even starting. And now the last two years, the teams that won the Super Bowl won in their own stadiums. Last year was the Buccaneers. Uh, They won. That was the first time a team even played at Super Bowl at home. And again, last night with the Rams. That's crazy. Next year's game is going to be in Arizona. That's a lot of pressure on the Cardinals. Uh, Wide receiver Cooper Cup was named the game's MVP with a final score of 23 to 20 thanks to a late touchdown in the fourth caught by Cooper Cup. The Rams are Super Bowl champions at 36 years and 20 days. Their head coach, Sean McVay, is now the youngest coach ever to win a Super Bowl. Uh, And probably the biggest congratulations of the night goes to Rams receiver Van Jefferson. His wife went into labor during the game. She was there. She had to leave on a stretcher. He rushed to the hospital after the game. Uh, So he's waking up today with a Super Bowl ring and a baby. I have a photo of Van holding the baby up on our Instagram right now. Congrats, guys. Oh, and I'm going to have more on that halftime show in just a bit. Elsewhere in the sports world, your daily Olympic update, a couple headlines out of Beijing. As I record this, the U.S. is third in the medal count. We have seven golds, six silvers, two bronze. Only Germany and Norway are ahead of us. Uh, Lindsey Jacobellis, Nick Baumgartner, and Aaron Jackson all grabbed golds this weekend. And Aaron Jackson, by the way, she just became the first black woman to ever win a speed skating medal at the Olympics. Not just gold, any medal. Congrats. And oddly enough, snow is really messing things up at the Winter Olympics. Who would have thought? I talked about this before, but the games have been completely relying on artificial snow. So when a bunch of real snow fell, it messed up everything. It really altered the conditions on all the tracks. A few events were even postponed because of it. Moving on to entertainment news. Some sad news broke overnight. Ivan Reitman just passed away at 75. He's best known as the producer and director of Ghostbusters. He also directed the movies Six Days, Seven Nights, Twins, Kindergarten Cop, among many others. His family told the Associated Press that he died peacefully in his sleep Saturday night. Kanye was at the Super Bowl yesterday. For most people, that would be the biggest event of a weekend, but not for Kanye. It's almost too much to recap, honestly. He just he just kept posting. He, he was trending on Twitter all weekend. Tons of trash talk on Instagram. That continued. He brought rapper Kid Cudi into it. He announced that Cudi will no longer be on his new album because he's friends with Pete Davidson. Kid Cudi responded and called Kanye a dinosaur. It goes on from there. He was talking about Ariana Grande and Hillary Clinton. I really just think Kanye is promoting a new album here, honestly. Fights with Billie Eilish. He, he Honestly, he has a new album coming, and he just he wants people to talk about him. He's doing it well. Everyone is talking about him. He knows what he's doing. Uh, in addition to Kanye, some other stars in attendance at the game yesterday included Kendall Jenner, uh-oh, Jay-Z, Matt Damon, LeBron James, Kevin Hart, Steph Curry, Drake, Mark Hoppus, Rob Lowe, Joel McHale, Christina Aguilera, Rebel Wilson, Justin and Haley Bieber, Ellen and Portia, Chip and Joanna Gaines, J-Lo and Ben. They were all there. That's what happens when the Super Bowl is in Los Angeles. 
Oh, and by the way, Kanye was in a McDonald's commercial, so this is a, it's a big weekend for Kanye. Uh, I saw conflicting reports about the exact dollar amount, but Drake wagered at least $1.25 million in Bitcoin on the game. There were three different bets, all in favor of the Rams. I'm not a smart enough man to do the math, but two of these three bets hit, so I would definitely say he uh, ended the night a winner. Uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott revealed their baby's name, Wolf Webster. That's a cool name. Webster is actually Travis Scott's real last name, so this baby's first name is Wolf. Last name, Webster. Rosario Dawson and Senator Cory Booker, they were together for a while. They just split up. A source says they remain friends. Uh, and Kathy Griffin just announced that her six-month lung scan is clean. No more cancer. She was diagnosed with stage one lung cancer a while back and had to have half of her lung removed. She is now cancer-free. Getting into movie and TV news, your weekend theater recap. The uh, the new movie Death on the Nile was numero uno. Jackass Forever fell to the number two spot. Those guys fall all the time, though. They'll be fine. J-Lo's new movie Marry Me was third, but it was also available to stream on Peacock, so that probably hurt the box office numbers a bit. Uh, as we previously discussed, today is the 30th anniversary of the uh, the movie Wayne's World opening in theaters. I love it. Uh, I've got good news about the two gentlemen behind Wayne and Garth. For years, I always heard that Mike Myers and Dana Carvey didn't actually get along. Lots of rumors about that that always bummed me out. Uh, well, Dana Carvey was just on Howard Stern, and he said, quote, We've become very, very close friends. The only good thing about getting old is you just sort of get a little more wisdom. You get a little more perspective and practice forgiveness for others and for yourself. Wayne's World 3? I wouldn't rule it out at some point. A British actor named Kingsley Ben-Adir, not to be confused with actor Ben Kingsley, has been cast as Bob Marley in a new biopic. Ben Kingsley would have been a terrible choice for that. Uh, it's going to be directed by the guy that directed King Richard. And just a, a quick recap of upcoming biopics and the actors starring in them. I did some research here. Ana de Armas is starring as Marilyn Monroe. Leonardo DiCaprio is going to star as cult leader Jim Jones. Rooney Mara will step into the skin of Audrey Hepburn. I made that weird. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is going to star as a young Bob Dylan with really strong cheekbones. Chris Evans is set to appear as Gene Kelly. Uh, another Marvel star, Tom Holland, is learning how to dance for a role as Fred Astaire. And Jamie Foxx is ready to play Iron Mike Tyson. That's crazy because they're like the same age. Tyson is one year older. And if you missed it during the game last night, that trailer for the most expensive TV show of all time is here. The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. We got our first look at it. Looks expensive. The trailer is linked in our Instagram right now if you want to see it. At First Thing Pod on Instagram. On TV today and tonight, more Olympic coverage on NBC. Ali Wong has a new comedy special out on Netflix today. The Bachelor is on ABC tonight. The women do some sort of medieval jousting tournament thing, like medieval times, yeah. The first season finale of 4400 is on The CW. Uh, the Price is Right at Night, Celebrity Big Brother, 911 Lone Star, The Cleaning Lady, Snowpiercer, and Promised Land are all on as well. Getting into music news, let's talk about that halftime show. If anyone wants my review, here it is, a quick one. I loved it. I thought Dre and Snoop crushed it. They're, they're both getting a little older. I feel like if either of them mailed it in, I wouldn't have been surprised, but they both looked like they were having so much fun up there. Mary J. Blige was great. She sounded great. Uh, 50 Cent was cool, but kind of a weak surprise, in my opinion. They also had Anderson Pack on drums, which is pretty rad. I love Kendrick Lamar but I feel like his bit could have been better. I don't know. Uh, and I'm a big Eminem fan, so I thought he ruled, but it left me wanting more. I would 100% be okay with an Eminem halftime show, so one song was not enough for me. I guess that was to be expected, though, and there are five huge stars on the bill. Uh, overall, I genuinely loved it. Could have watched another 20 minutes of it, honestly. Uh, and reportedly, the NFL asked Eminem not to kneel during the performance, and he did. 
Uh, as of last night, police were still searching for the man responsible for shooting rapper Kodak Black and two others outside of a Justin Bieber after party after his show in L.A. Friday night. It was like a private Super Bowl event. Uh, Drake, Khloe Kardashian, and Tobey Maguire are just a few of the folks at this after party, but they all missed the brawl that broke out outside. Kodak Black was shot in the leg and transferred to the hospital. I guess he's okay because he was tweeting about the game last night. Uh, this Monday morning finds Disney's Encanto soundtrack still at the top of the charts. Number one album in the country. Adele is talking about her postponed Vegas residency. She said basically it wasn't ready. The show they were about to put on wouldn't have been anywhere as good as she would have liked, so they postponed, and she said they will 100% do those shows this year. They're working hard to make it happen. And on a similar note, Luke Bryan's Vegas residency just began on Friday at Resorts World. It's got lasers, smoke cannons, flames from the floor, flames from the ceiling. One thing it doesn't have, though, masks. The Nevada governor just lifted the mask mandate the day before the show. Uh, it is Valentine's Day. Last week I had a list of the 50 most romantic songs, and today we're going to hone in on one genre, country. A new list just came out of country music's 50 greatest love songs. Here's your top five. Together Again by Buck Owens. Die a Happy Man by Thomas Rhett. Number three is Amazed by Lone Star. Two is If Tomorrow Never Comes by Garth Brooks. And number one, When You Say Nothing At All by Keith Whitley. Yeah, you say it best When you say and I want to thank a listener named Rebecca for bringing this one to my attention. It's very important. There's a benefit concert happening at the end of the month, uh, something we can all watch online. I'll link it on the, uh, the Instagram. It's for the survivors of the devastating Marshall Fire that happened in Colorado about a month and a half ago. It was the most destructive fire in Colorado's history, just completely tragic. Uh, Dave Matthews, Nathaniel Rateliff, Steve Miller, Winona Judd, they're just a few of the many acts coming together to raise money for it. Again, the lineup and all the info is linked in our Instagram stories. Okay, some additional headlines for you before I roll out of here. Some Valentine's Day facts. Hallmark's Valentine's Day greeting cards first appeared in stores in 1916. Heart-shaped candies have actually been around longer. Uh, in 1886, these two brothers started printing messages on little round candies, but in 1902, they said, bro, let's make these candies heart-shaped, bro. All across the country, people are expected to send $23.9 billion on gifts this year. That's up about $2 billion from last year. Oh, and 5% of Americans apparently say it's the most depressing day of the year. So for all of them, I will now move on. The University of Alabama just announced that they're renaming a building on campus. It was unanimously decided to remove the name of a former KKK leader and governor. Uh, they're renaming it after the school's first black student, so a slightly different direction. Authorin Lucy Foster was her name. She enrolled in 1956 and is now memorialized in the form of Authorin Lucy Hall. If you have a Tesla, you know about that weird little fart feature. You can enable it so when you press a button on the steering wheel, it, it makes a large fart sound out of the speakers. Well, the fun is over. The government just made the company disable that, at least while the car is in motion. It can still fart when it's parked. A 29-year-old guy in California named Tyler was just pulled over, and the officer found an alligator in the passenger seat. He said it wasn't his, he was just watching it for a friend who had just gone to jail. Uh, Tyler actually had an outstanding warrant for a probation violation, so with that and an additional charge of illegal possession of an alligator, he was arrested. The gator was handed over to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Uh, and if you watched the game yesterday, you saw at least one commercial for avocados from Mexico. Well, the day before the game, the U.S. stopped all avocado imports from Mexico. It came after a U.S. plant safety inspector in Mexico received a threat. Apparently, drug cartels are now messing with avocado growers, and it's getting messy over there. Uh, the importing is suspended, quote, until further notice. 
brings things just about to the end. I end things with a positive story every day. Uh, even though the Bengals lost last night, it was still a pretty good day for two of their fans, Rachel Hyden and Johnny Wallen of Ohio. They're huge Bengals fans. The two of them actually bonded over their, their love of the team. Well, ever since the Bengals earned a spot in the Super Bowl, the two of them started frantically planning a Super Bowl party, which turned out to be their wedding. They'd been engaged since July and were planning an October wedding, but once they had this idea, they started moving things around. They did it. They pulled it off. John Wallen's dad is a pastor in Hamilton, Ohio, so he performed the ceremony. Uh, so even though their team lost, they both kind of won, didn't they? Yeah, I realize how corny that was. Congrats, guys. The show is over now. Okay, that's it. There you go. Thank you for spending 10-ish uh, minutes with me this morning. I'm going to go make heart-shaped pancakes for my wife and kids. It's a Valentine's Day tradition. I had to wake up extra, extra early today to get it all done. Uh, and by the way, I saw someone tweet this, and I wanted to convey to, uh, to everybody, heart-shaped pizza is less pizza for the same amount of money. So... Know that as you uh, as you navigate this Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I am back tomorrow. First thing, I'll talk to you then. Please tell your friends about this show.